Hi friends, this is Jason. I just wanted to say a quick word about this episode. John and I recorded this episode in a different location this week due to the Hurricane Harvey efforts and wanted to get this out to you before the weekend. I did have some microphone difficulties in the recording, so you'll notice my voice sounds a bit farther away. Rest assured, we'll get that resolved before we get you back to our regularly scheduled episodes next week. And rather than call John to come back and re-record everything, I decided to upload this as it is. With that being said, I appreciate your understanding, and here's the episode. You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there, welcome to a special edition of the 515 Podcast. Uh, This is Jason Priestmeyer here with John Wayne McMahon. How are you doing this afternoon, John? I am here. Are you tired in the least at all? I'm very tired. Yeah, okay, me too. (laughs) I knew that. Yeah. Uh, This is really uh, another special edition of the 515 Podcast. Mm -hmm. We're not quite ready um, back with our normal sermon series, you know, analysis and discussion and kind of Q&A type thing. Um, We're following up to, uh, with the uh, Kingwood UMC response to Hurricane Harvey and how that's been going. Yeah. And um, we were, I guess, together last Thursday talking about this. Right. Um, So I know there's some updates to all that. And I know there's, I know it's uh, intimately because I was with you on a number of job work sites this past weekend. Right. And um, it's just all blurred together. So hopefully you have good notes and can tell the days apart. But why don't you kind of just tell us uh, what you got? Yeah, so let me um, let me just kind of cover just a couple of things. You're, you're right, Jason. It's it's been a crazy. I like I can't even keep the day straight. Um, f- finally, um, taking a day off tomorrow, which I'm very thankful for. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, so let me just kind of cover the phases that the church has focused on. Very quickly, we started to realize um, the need to be strategic and think through some of our plans, and so we phased out a lot of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Phase one in particular is something that happened automatically. Phase one, search and rescue, make sure we find everyone, make sure that we know where our church people are, if they're staying in a safe place and if they're safe and all of those things. Phase two then was for us to quickly get into homes and destroy and muck and and demo those homes. Mm -hmm. And so the reason for that, as if you're listening and you have a flooded home, you know this, but if you don't, um, or you're listening somewhere outside of Kingwood probably, uh, that the mold sets in quick. And so yeah. to salvage a home and to help a family, particularly if they don't have uh, flood insurance and things like that, we got to get in there. we got to rip out all the sheet rock, everything that's wet, um, and do that. And so um, that's been a lot of what's happened over the last week. So if you heard from us last week at the Thursday podcast, we were gearing up to do those send-offs. And let me just tell you that um, a church that historically has, has participated in UM Army, this is not something that is foreign to us. Yeah. Uh, we know how to do this and mobilize teams. Um, of course, this is more of a rushed and chaotic, how do we mobilize quickly and how do we get what is needed out into a community where every house has a need? I mean, that's what was really difficult. And so um, many on the staff um uh, Shelby, Clint, Chris, Donna Smith, all kinds of people started working really hard uh, to 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 get a form together and so that people could submit a Google form so that we could start putting together a master list of needs. And then we started recruiting people as fast as we could. So today's Thursday yep. when we're recording this. And since last Thursday, we have sent out teams every single day. 
And so over the last eight days, Thursday to Thursday, we have had 79 teams being sent out. And we've cleared over 90 homes uh, in the Kingwood area, which that when I say clear, it ranges from um, reducing homes all the way down to the studs, uh-huh. like getting all the sheetrock and cabinets and all of that completely clearing and getting ready for the contractors or in some homes, uh, homeowners will tell us this is as far as I want to go mm-hmm. and, and I feel good about where we are. Please go to some other house that is in need. And so some homes we've been just moving stuff from, from the house into the curb and then the homeowner's ready to move towards a professional. Um, but most of these homes were demoing and ripping out sheetrock and all kinds of stuff. And so 79 teams over 90 homes, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. It's massive. Um, something that's incredible. We, um, uh, I just saw so many people from around the state even that joined us yesterday. Uh, a group from my home church in Bryan mm-hmm. came in and worked. Um, they had already sent another team earlier in the week. I saw a team from Huntsville. I saw a team from Livingston. I saw teams from just all over the place. People joined us. People, uh, A woman who used to be connected with this church drove in from the New Braunfels area uh, just to work because she wasn't affected by the storm. So she's been here for three days working. Yeah, and so, great. yeah, just so many really cool stories about that. So that's phase two. Phase three, then, uh, as we're growing towards the end of this uh, phase two and starting to look at phase three, phase three is is cleanup. It's um, helping with dishes and laundry. It's kind of adopting families, yeah. um, coming alongside families. Maybe adopt's not the right word, but to come alongside a family and say, um, like for example, the McMahons are going to step up and say, uh, "This family here, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, your go-to. Like we got you. Mm-hmm. We'd like to cook a meal for you once okay. a week, or we'd like to help you with laundry, or or you know, if you need a place to stay or something like that, then we're gonna open our doors. And so we're trying to move in that direction. Um, we'll be putting out forms that um, both volunteers and volunteer families and people that need um, assistance or support they can both sign up and so be on the lookout for for those kind of things question for me i was going to ask you how listeners can get involved in that yeah um to to be you know partners with partnered with yeah so that yeah there'll be a sign up there there we're gearing up for that right now and so just just keep an eye on social media again and keep an eye on um kingwoodumc.org slash harvey or if you search for harvey in the Mm -hmm. um in the search bar or if you just go to kingwoodumc.org it's on our front page right now there's a banner you can see more information so keep an eye on that. Um, then also phase four is kind of the long-term phase. Uh, how do we partner with churches that want to come in and help? How do we partner with, uh, for example, um, Clint Wiley, his home church for Kansas City, the pastor and two others flew in and were with us the last day or two because wow. they want to partner with us already. And so they're checking out the area, considering ways in which they could get involved and maybe maybe um, say we're going to help this neighborhood or we're going to help this this family or whatever that looks like and, and do that long term. And so we'll be hosting work teams and all sorts of things. We're in conversation again with Team Rubicon. I thought this came off the board, but I found out today that Team Rubicon, which is a non-government agency, ex-military, 
voluntary group of yeah. volunteers that do uh, flood relief. They're the best in the business. Um, they uh, are looking at staging in our church again. It's, it will be primarily for outside of Kingwood, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, my excitement about it, my hope in, in connecting our church to this team is that uh, they're going to help the greater good. Okay, They're going to get out and, and go to the neighborhoods that, that really need help. And they're professionals at this. And so um, that's going to be really cool if the church is able to, to open up their doors for several weeks to that group and and um, not just help our community, but help the greater uh, community of Houston. And so um, that's a neat thing. I'm excited about that. Team Rubicon is, is very well respected yeah. and, and top of the line when it comes to that. And you can find out more about them, I think, on Facebook. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see on Facebook and check out their website, Rubicon. Yeah, 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 really good, really good. So uh, last week you were mentioning you had a couple of 18 wheelers that would come, were coming from yeah. different states. Have those arrived or where are those? Did you find a home for them yet? Yeah, so we did find a home. Um, Kingwood doesn't isn't need of immediate relief stuff that comes on these trucks, yeah. um, but somehow my contact, I ended up being the contact for these, and so from the very beginning, I wanted to find the most strategic place for these to go, um, so I, I worked through some of the conference avenues, and it led me to the Beaumont Orange area, um, a pastor at uh, the Methodist, I think it's Faith faith umc in orange texas Um, and so both of these trucks are going to go there the first one is uh leaving either i think tomorrow or saturday and we'll arrive there either sunday night or monday morning and so we'll be taking some people to go monday over to orange and beaumont to help unload this 18 wheeler um if you're listening to this and you're available on monday then please please let me know because we'll we'll need some help but um really neat like and here's a cool story about that so the first truck coming in is the one from kentucky um the the home the church i served at in kentucky has kind of organized this uh or some people from there has worked to organize this they call me today and say hey we've got a washer and dryer i know this is really weird but someone (laughs) wants to donate a washer and dryer will you do you want to take it and my immediate thought is what are we what a wa- what are we going to do with a washer and dryer, you know? And so um, I was about to tell him, no, like probably not the best thing right now. Yeah. Because I'm thinking a flooded home, there's a lot more that needs to come before a washer and dryer, you know? So yeah. I, I just kind of started to started to even type a text message that said, no, probably not. And then I just felt the nudge to get in touch with a pastor where we were sending this stuff. Yeah. And so I did, and uh, this pastor told me that his house was flooded. And he needs a washer and dryer, <laughs> and so. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so immediately I feel like an idiot for texting, for starting to say no before yeah. like thinking through this. But thankful that the Holy Spirit kind of nudged me in that direction. It was a really That's cool awesome. story, and so uh, this pastor is not only we're we're able to. Um, partner with a Kentucky group and and get relief down there, but we're also going to get to help the pastor in particular and, and walk yeah. alongside him. So that's cool. The second truck, I just got a message when I was on the way to your to recording this, yeah. and they had another donation of like a thousand or two thousand dollars to Sam's to complete complete awesome. filling the truck, and so we're able to to get more cleaning supplies and stuff mm-hmm. and add to that so that church can get the right things to be able to muck and get in and clean out some of these homes. And so that truck will arrive sometime mid next week. And so I'm really excited about this. It's really good. Beaumont, if, as you know, Beaumont and, 
and Orange and and some of those Nederland areas went without water for four days, five. Yeah. And I, I, the crisis is pretty pretty bad down there, and so um, this is the right place for these trucks, and it's cool for even it even if Kingwood didn't pack them, it's cool that we're a part of getting it in the right place. Yeah, we're kind of connecting the dots. Yeah, That's yeah, great. yeah. It's a good question. Um, I don't know. Any questions about the process or anything that's coming up or anything I didn't cover? Um, I had one, and I have lost it. I, I, I think it's, it's worth noting again how um, important it is that for people that, you know, we have a sense of community around yeah. Kingwood UMC, mm-hmm. and all of our members are, you know, who, even if sometimes they don't really think about it between Sundays, you know. Yeah that they're part of a bigger community um it really came to in for you know in in the forefront this past week right and everybody's house that that i went into uh all the homeowners were just the most grateful Mm -hmm. and absolutely and and appreciative people and they were the sunshine kind of yeah you know for for the us who were doing a lot of heavy dirty ugly nasty work you know yeah and it was so great having them and, and seeing that they really appreciate they 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 recognized wow these people yeah. really stepped up yeah. and helped out and and I I hope that um, you know for people who I guess what I was starting to say is that you know if if you don't think about it you know if you're listening and you weren't affected by the storm mm-hmm. you know you are still part of this yeah. and this is a great opportunity to, to, you know, adopt a family yeah, and just help them out, you know, do some laundry for them. Yeah. Um, and you don't even have to do it through us. Like maybe there's no, people exactly. in your neighborhoods and stuff it like that. Ha- like yeah. you said time and again, it's like, these are the, these are the numbers that you know about. These right. are the homes that we have gone in that you know right. about, but I, we've got members and neighbors. And oh yeah. This, this 90, street, this you know? 90 plus homes cleared maybe half oh yeah because there are so many folks that have been working at friends homes like a lot of the small groups and the sunday mm-hmm. school that my wife and i go to stuff like that 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 group never came to work with us because they were already working in their own homes and stuff like that so that list is i mean the mayus community kairos community all of those were already helping each other out before they even yeah. came through us so you have many I, opportunities i like how um i was thinking about the the u.m army kind of tie in earlier you know when we're doing when you're doing a UM Army camp, which you know we do two a year, mm-hmm. you've got a whole year to plan for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pre siding happens three months in advance. Exactly. <laughs> Not you know the day of, yeah. a couple hours yeah. before. Yeah, and and every time I I saw uh, Shelby or uh, anybody kind of take looking at that Google form and finding the names and, and you know you would call in like I need another name. Yeah, and she had one. Yeah, you know, and that just I saw example and after example of that and it's just so great so yeah. uh, I'm glad we have that UM Army training to kind of get prepared yeah. for that mm-hmm. and it's amazing to see it on, on this kind of scale yeah I know maybe we'll run UM Armies next summer you want to? no, no I'm just, just kidding I'm just kidding if you're a UM Army person you listen to this I don't want to do that I'll stick to preaching I think I've already <laughs> grabbed for that so uh, I don't want to yeah <laughs> absolutely but yeah um, so yeah. So let me let me just close with a couple of things. We're not going to go too long. I just want to encourage you as you're out there. If you if you didn't have a chance to listen to Sunday sermon, please go to the to the Vine uh, podcast channel mm-hmm. and, and listen to that Kingwood UMC and select on the Vine. Um, we'll talk. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, I hope you hear that because I, it was one of the more difficult sermons I've ever um, had to do, um, but I think one of the most important ones I've ever done. And so. Um, 
go check that out, and I hope it's encouraging to you, especially if you've had a long week. I hope that yeah. you go and see that, and and God's peace may flood your heart. And so, um, just I just put that before you. Um, and then these two things that occurred to me, Jason. Like one is there's this language that I heard come up in our church, like staff already, mm-hmm. and it's it, this isn't a knock on anyone in our staff. But it's a language that I think we need to be careful of, and it's let's get back to normal. Right. And here's the thing. When we say get back to normal, it's almost like we're saying let's get back to the way things were before Harvey. Mm-hmm. And I don't think things are ever going to be the same for many of us, if not most of us. And our church has been changed by this. I think there is a need for us to create routine. There is a yeah. need for us to create a new normal but there is no getting back to what normal was. But here's what I mean by this, and here's why I think this is important. Okay. Many of us have have seen what we can do when we choose to serve and pour into others. And I don't want us to revert back to what was before. Oh, yeah. I want us to live in this new level. Mm-hmm. I want this church community to see the sacrifice, to see the beauty in what happens when we put others before ourselves. When we look to serve and, and cook meals and do laundry and come alongside people yeah. and in the emotion and the grat and the satisfaction that comes from that. I don't want to serve you, Jason, because it just makes me feel good. But when I serve you, it makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think that, I think that that's the place in which God's created us to be for us to feel that because that's when I'm in community that I'm serving the others the way that, that God's created me to be. And the second thing that, um, I want to say is that, or I just want to point out what has been so amazing to me in the greater Houston area and the way people have responded and come and served Houston in light of all things that have happened the last several weeks. Um, we really saw the image of God in people. Yeah. We saw how God has created us um, to love others. And we saw that from people who don't even believe in God. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah. And so that's something that's remarkable to me because um, this is what we're created to be, people that live and work and serve and love mm-hmm. each other, not all of the other stuff that happens, not, on, not based on what we look like, how much money we make, who we voted for, like not based on all that, yeah. but we're created to just simply love and be in community and to serve. And we saw that in the greater Houston area. And so it's a beautiful testimony to God because I saw in someone who doesn't believe in God, the very image that they were made in, yeah. what was seated on their hearts, as John Wesley puts. And so for my non-believer friends that I'm walking alongside of, I, I get to say, how do you explain that? <laughs> How do you explain what just happened in Houston? Yeah. Well, I think it's because God created us yeah. and that is coming out because crises have set place. So there's pressure on us and all of a sudden we're actually seeing what we're really made of. That's a that's a phrase we use all the time, but I think that what we're really made of is God's characteristics yeah. and we saw that come out in some beautiful ways over the last couple of weeks. And so put those two points together. I don't want to revert back I want to live into this, and I want to pull the best out of the people that yeah. are around me, and I want the best of me to come out as well. Man, I feel, I feel you. Don't go back to the old normal. No. Because yeah. just if you can think back to two weeks ago, yeah. what were you complaining about? What right. were you upset about? It was probably something you saw on Facebook. Right. It was probably some, something you saw on the news. 
Yeah, or, or some disagreement that you have with somebody. Or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? And yeah. now now think about how important whatever that was yeah. is to you right now. Don't go back to that, you know? And, man, I'm about to go soapbox here, but... <laughs> Don't do it now. Don't like start. Right, don't right. run back to your disagreements right now. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's stuff flying around about somebody's church in Houston not responding the way they're supposed to, yeah. about trying to blame someone for the flooding in Kingwood right. and things like that. All of that is very interesting. Like I get it, but let's not run to the blame game and let's not um, just. Let's not use the tired and the anger that's in us and try to move back to where we were before. Mm-hmm. But let's move into this new place where we're loving others and being sacrificial for other people. And let's do that as a community so that the world may take notice. I think the church saw Kingwood United Methodist. I mean, I think the community saw King, uh-huh. Kingwood United Methodist in some cool ways this week. And I'm not just saying that to brag. I just really think they did. I think that... Um, that there's a there's going to be a understanding that our community takes very seriously loving the the people that are around us, and I want to push into that more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I want to experience that sensation again, where I'm walking out in a street that's there's walls of trash on both sides of it. Yeah. But then there's all these people walking around, coming up to you and saying. Hey, how you doing? Do you want some water? Do yeah. You want a snack? Do yeah. you need anything? Yeah. Hey, let me help you with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's make that the new normal. Yeah. Let's focus on that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think that's great. All right, guys. Listen, let me um, to close with. Uh, if you're listening to this on the 515 channel, that means you probably are subscribed to all of our channels. Um, but just know that the Sanctuary, the Vine, and the 515 are on three channels on podcasts. Um, the reason why we do that is so that they're not all clumped together in one channel, but they're spread out in three channels. I want you to subscribe to all three of those, though. Um, and I want you to tell your neighbors about this podcast, yeah. tell your friends, yeah. get the word out. If you have any questions for us, feel free to email podcast at kingwoodumc.org. Um, and that will get that email directly. If you have any questions or suggestions or feedback, uh, we're open to it. Um, but feel free to share this and, and share it in social media, but also word of mouth. Um, and maybe maybe you have to show your spouse how to actually download the podcast, <laughs> but do it, okay? Yeah. I encourage you to do that. Um, this Sunday, we jump back into At The Door series, and so we'll return to where we were before we had to cancel church. Okay. Um, and so I'm excited about that. So I hope to see you uh, Sunday. Um, back to school, blessing the backpacks, mm-hmm. the, that is all taking place this Sunday. Um, and so I hope that everyone's there to experience our new normal Yeah. and and to worship together. I'm excited to see y'all. All right. Thanks, friends. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. All right. Later. Yeah.